You're listening to a DM podcast. We are underway. G'day, guys. Welcome to Talking League. We're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast. I'm your host, TK. And <laughs> I can't wait for this. I'm just waiting. Hello, Eddie. How are you? Not too bad. <laughs> There's ups and downs for the weekend for me, but definitely a down the last game of the round. Corbs, you just look pumped and your smile has just not left your face. Knock, <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Go the Saints. So what is it, by? Was it 20 bucks, was it? Was it something like Nah, we, I had to. Um, yeah, it was. No, oh, what, what is it, boys? 50, 50, I think. Yeah, oh, here he goes. No, it was, um, I had to wear a Dragons jersey at some stage and then take a photo of it on the on the chat. That's an on upgrade. The, um, That's an upgrade socials. for you, but That's, you should have got that. <sighs> Jeez, there is no way in my life I'll ever support Dragons, but I will hold up to a bet and I will do it. <laughs> Good lad. Now, tonight on the show, we're doing studs and duds, injuries, and our round six trade targets. But, boys, let's rip in nice and quickly. And. How good is this bloke? Studs, seeing that you're the winner, Corby, you kick us off. Right, so my first stud, it's two that I sort of went for. The first one was Peachy. We had a lot of talk about this bloke uh, pre season. Yeah. 69 points. He, he played the full 80 minutes, but I think that was due to uh, Semi getting injured. So it was a little bit inflated with a bit of a reshuffle in the team there. But. Um, yeah, he just that loves that free-flowing footy and running off the back of those big boys, um, he's really enjoying it. And I think they're trying to work out their game and he's just off the back of it, wreaking massive benefits. Um, he's got that unusual yeah. jewel too, like the centre mid. He can mm. cover a lot of ground for you. Yeah, yeah, big time. So, yeah, he was definitely one uh, 69 points for a centre that didn't score. That's huge. Now, number two, Jackie Bird, our boy. He's looking like he's back at the Sharkies in 2016. He had a ripper. Yeah, and another 63 points for a centre, or 60 points sort of for a centre. Uh, a try, nine tackle breaks. But the, the other thing too, like looking through his stats, he had four missed tackles, two errors. There's 16 points turnaround. Like you add that on, he was going huge. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's definitely one. He comes in a bit cheaper. And I'll go into detail with a couple of these uh, guys, or both guys, because they're two that I'm looking at just in terms of my classic team. But I think a few will be on there just with uh, their points and, and what they can achieve. Yeah, what he also done, I think he eliminated the centre prospects of Nakore. Like, yeah. he was really exposed, and a lot of people would have punted on him to actually get that duel, which he probably will. He probably will be there for another week. But let's be honest, I think Waka Blake's a lot better centre than Nakore, right, Andy? Well, I think Waka Blake's actually back. He, he was close to making it last week. Uh, so I think he's actually back this week. So unlucky for those holding Martin Nakura, hoping it'd be a center position. Yeah. But yeah um, it could have yeah, topped off for sure. Definitely definitely found him out. And he's so strong. I don't yeah. know. He's like, a, he's like a little mini David Fafita, Jack Bird. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> now, Eddie, you've got a couple of playmakers on your, your hit list for your stud list. Yeah, we're all staying clear from the big guns, but these ones are sort of a few fancy owners would have would have really reveled in. Uh, Drew Hutchison, 
actually had a cracker game, scoring 71 fantasy points. Uh, that included a try, five tackle breaks, two line breaks, and 343 kick meters. He actually had more kick meters than Sam Walker. Mm. So it was looking like he's been the um, the dominant kick meter in that game. And oh, mate, he scored when they needed him to as well. I know everyone's talking about Sam Walker being the um, star half that had the three try assists and the try himself. But Drew was that kind of bloke who just sort of <clears throat> played, it, played it safe and um, smart. And he was the first try that sort of led that comeback. So. Yeah, definitely. He, he backed it up after 44, 54 points last week. So, But I did see that Adam Kieran possibly is back as well. Surely Drew Hutchinson mm. keeps his spot, but it's just a, just a little thing to keep in the in the side there for fantasy owners. Well, they've got no, no, no hookers left, so Kieran might move into that number nine role now. Yeah, I'm not too sure how many games he has played in hooker, um, but it's not hard, just tackle. Yeah, I, I, I do like Hutchinson, but as you did mention, like he's not getting the headlines of Walker, but he's just doing it. He's a bit of a vanilla player, but he does nothing wrong, and he's gonna mm. he's gonna accumulate you some good points. And the other bloke was um, your your boy, uh, Chatty Townsend. Chatty, yeah. So average averaging fifty nine points this year with an ownership of six point one, <laughs> he scored sixty nine fantasy points, and most of that was a was a, he, he got thirty one points from kick meters with yeah. a massive six hundred twenty two. Chatty's just this, uh, mate. Chatty's. If you picked up Chatty from that start, mate, Jesus, you've racked some money up. And he's still, you can still got money to uh, earn before um, SJ comes back. Mm. I think, was it two more weeks? Two, two or three weeks. So there's yeah, still plenty so of cash to be made. I think his break even was like 23 for this week. So it's still pretty low. Um, his last what, 42, 76, and 69 from his last three games. So well done if you had Chatty from the start. Unfortunately, I didn't. I should have backed to TK. You should, yeah, I know. should have backed him earlier. But Mate, I didn't back I myself. Did. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're talking up about a 1,000 players. It was hard to pick all of them. He didn't even make the burner team. That's how badly I was picking at the time. <laughs> Jesus. But, boys, I've gone Jazzy Tavaga. Like, he really super impressed me on the weekend. He was lippy. You know Jazzy's on when he's lippy and he's just carrying on and he's just involved in anything. He made 51 tackles and he missed seven. So he did set just was everything. So, yeah, 145 metres. He was throwing offloads. I just love it when Jazzy gets lippy. And now that AFB's out, he's going to get his minutes too. Going back on his 2020, he needs that 45, 50 minutes, and I think he'll finally get it now too. So he's on my radar for this week. And my other man that went really, really well, I can't even remember who I picked. It was, no, it wasn't Benny Hampton. It wasn't Peach. It was, oh, Shawnee O'Sullivan. I've got a Warriors, even though they got hammered. Yeah, big, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Shawnee O'Sullivan, I'm just lining up just in case. There's rumours that Brooks might get punted tomorrow. So I might need another halfback, yeah. I did hear that they were out of favour, but I didn't think it'd be it happened so soon. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Milf got the, the chop today, so that goes kind of one. But Sean O'Sullivan's a good good price still. Four hundred and fifty four K. He's made hundred and thirty five. He's just in good form. Fifty, forty eight, and seventy three on the weekend. He did score one try, but in terms of him and Nicarima, I think he was the one that stood up on the weekend. Nicarima really let them down. So and he's got a break even of negative eight. So he literally can miss eight tackles and still make money. So this bloke's going all right. So <laughs> Yeah, I think Sean O'Sullivan, he's, he's in my radar depending on what happens on team lists. Yeah, Corbs. Yeah, it, it, is Bunty Afoa and Jermaine Tanua-Brown back this week? I'm all over the yeah, jazz I thing think, too. He's good. I but- think they are, Corbs. 
Bunty yeah. is, yeah. And I think I heard Bunty might even be starting and, and, and Armour to come off the bench. So just be careful there because I bought Armour assuming he would start. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happened to TLT. Yeah, I think Brownie kind of messed up a little bit. I think the middle that he should have went from from round one was AFB, Torhu, and then also Jazzy. I think that would have complemented each other and just never went with that combo really. Yeah, I agree. All right, boys, let's hit our duds. Corby, why don't you kick us off? Well, we didn't listen to you about Chad, but I did listen to you about Rapana when we talked last week, <laughs> uh, analysing our teams. And I swapped him for Avarillo, who ended up killing it. Uh, 25 points. He did get moved to fullback, and he was gassed. He, there was one point where the old boy was on his haunches, haunches and just <laughs> taking in the big ones. And I was like, get up, you bastard. You're only on 18 points. You need some more runs. But, Corbs, it might not get any better. Like, an hour ago, Canberra announced that Chance is going to be out for either 3-6 to six or 6-12, to 12, depending if they take the surgery route. He might play yeah, fullback. I, I know. You, I did that, see that. Hopefully, he builds up his fitness if he stays back there. Just do some extras this week, Rapana. Mate, I thought I was in a bad way after Saturday, like yesterday. Mate, <laughs> He was vomiting more than I was, that's for sure. They do have Caleb Aikens, the Raiders, so he mm. could stay back at the wing and he might be the fullback So because he's a solid fullback. How did he go? Because you had him for a few weeks last year, didn't you? Last year for Panthers, nothing special fantasy-wise, but uh, he does a job, so he may, they may slot him in there mm. <laughs> considering Rapana was, was uh, yeah, struggling. Mate, he was just vomiting for half the game. So, yeah, he's got to go back to the wing and I think he'll be more relevant for you there, Corbs. But who's your dud number two there, buddy? The other one is a, an old Canberra boy, uh, Kotrick. And 19 points against the Storm, always tough against the Storm, and they did get uh, trampled. He's got a three-round average of 23, and his average last year was 37. So he's just nowhere near where he was at. I mean, you did go from Canberra to the Bulldogs. That's sort of a, a – like, I was thinking of Remus Smith here. Like, it, it does – an outside back, it does matter where you are. Like mm. what team you're in, just yeah. getting those extra attacking stats and getting in those positions to sort of have those opportunities. My question is back at you, TK and Andy, like, at what price do you look at grabbing him? Like, we know that he's got a high ceiling. He, he can get those crab runs and tackle busts. He's currently at 444K, 1,000K. Uh, his average, that's a, priced him at an average of 34. And as I said before, he's got a three-run average of 23. I'm saying maybe 350K mark. Like he, he doesn't play round 13, so that sort of comes into play as well. But, yeah, what price tag are you putting on him? Are we talking about Kotrick now? Yeah, Kotrick, yeah. Oh, see, the, the biggest problem over the last couple of weeks is they shifted him permanently to the wing, which means he lost his defensive stats as well. And then in attack, he's kind of – he's only dropping back. So that's the same. But in attack, he's not really in that same sort of mould, the same sort of structure. So I'll nearly, nearly consider him if he's going to stay on the wing. I'll nearly punt him, mate. Yeah, I don't think I'll, I'll even pick him up, especially with the dog's attack being that abysmal. Um, look, it depends if they've got a couple of good runs coming up. If they can show some fight and attack, then you're naturally going to see uh, Kotri come in for a couple more runs. But mm. at the moment, there's no real reason for them to for him to sort of um, run that hard, which is silly because it's his first season at the club. Corby, do you have his current price in front of you, mate? Uh, no. I'll gra- oh, yeah, 440 so if he keeps losing, because he was like a mid five hundreds like three weeks ago, right? Has he lost that much cash? Yeah, we must have. I'll quickly get it up now. But 
yeah, it's got him priced at his average of what was it there? Because he was um, averaging kind of forty eight, like three rounds ago. Like he started at four eighty four. Oh, he only lost thirty. He's 40K? only he's, yeah forty k. He yeah. had he yeah. did have two good games to start off with, but as I said, his last three games he, he had a forty six of forty eight, and then twenty six, twenty four, nineteen. He yeah. really went downhill. I think you don't touch him until games. he dips under four hundred k, and then hopefully he goes back to the centers. That'd have to be you. You wouldn't if touch you, him now. I'd say if he goes back to centers, then that's when I'll be looking at him, especially if he goes under four hundred k, considering how how rare centers are. Uh, yeah, but now it's probably too expensive. If he drops drops under four hundred, it might be worth a look. But when you got Jack Bird at four hundred five, yeah. see you, Kotrick. Yeah, for sure. Now, Corbs, who's your second bloke? No, that was him. Sorry, oh, sorry, I'm just, Kotrick. Sorry, I'm still struggling for my Ben Barber weekend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andy, moving on to you. Who's your first dud, bud? Um, my first dud is it probably upset a lot of owners. Seventeen um, percent ownership. James Roberts, what mm. doing? <laughs> I don't think you're going to upset. I think you're just going to encourage people to take the right option and punt him. Like, I think so, yeah. It's, we, we've given him a chance, but, yeah, I think now it's time to say, sorry, mate, you got to go. Eight fantasy points. We had nine tackles, 94 metres, but that was two errors, two missed tackles, and one penalty. Uh, like He showed signs last week of he'd have one massive run. You're like, oh, here he goes. He's back. Keep doing that all the time. But... Yeah, no, he doesn't. If he doesn't get himself involved, he just doesn't play that well. And for 80 minutes of football to score eight fantasy points as a centre, which, like we said, they're rare. You need to get some good ones in. So when you've got Jackie Bird on the other side playing his absolute heart out, yeah, I just, yeah, that was a bad one for me. He was a dud, yeah. James Roberts. I think it's a good and one. And the other one for me is sadly, I own him, but I let upset fans, uh, owners, Junior Paulo. I was touting him to be the, the mm. <laughs> what I say, the next paint house. I'll definitely own it. Uh, yeah, he just didn't have didn't have too many demerits, uh, but he just lacked in offense. I think the Dragons really kept him at bay. He had one offload and zero tackle breaks compared to four offloads last week and, and three tackle breaks. So with 78 meters compared to the 150 meters last week, yeah, he just he definitely didn't deliver this week. No. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he's a hard sell because he's versing Canberra next week and it's his old club, so surely he steps up. Gets one last chance, eh? Yeah, one last chance. Otherwise, he's getting punted for Papali'i or TPJ or someone. Yeah, well, I'm going to join you on kind of my recommendations that haven't gone well. Joseph Tarpany, he was just involved in just scraps last week. He was just trying to smash everyone. His discipline was terrible. Eight demerits. He only scored 29. He's just not getting those minutes. It's just concerning. Like Their structure is just Ryan Sutton. He's just really stepped up. And Soliola as well. So he's just at forty three minutes. I just don't think he's going to be relevant at that price. And he's he's already lost fifty k. So at six hundred k, he's got a break even of seventy five this week. So he's just going to continue to lose money if you don't offload him. So that's why Jazzy's in my sights for this week. The other guy, at least we got the news that testing news being dropped today. So I know a lot of people own thirty eight percent of people are going to have to punt him. But it's a good time to. He's made you ninety eight k, and you can pretty much. As long as you've kept a little bit of cash, you can probably go up to a Jackbird at 405k. Another option is to downgrade to a Ben Hampton, who was quite impressive on the weekend, and a dual position also at 300k. So it's not kind of doom and gloom. Like, he's done his job, made you 100k. At the end of the day, I don't think he's a center to start with. So it is what it is. At least Kevy's telling us early that he's punted him, so you can start getting some ideas. So that's my two ideas. Either Jack Bird, as we all three of us like. If you can't afford him, maybe have a punt on Benny Hampton. 
I'd say a fair few people have uh, Tessie Niu too. So. Oh, definitely. He would have been kind of because you have one good one, one not so expensive one, right? So he's probably that, that second guy. Well, he's uh, 40% or 38% ownership. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say we get punted by a lot of people. All right, before we go to our teams and our trading targets, let's just go through the list of injuries for this week. So Bradman Best is actually returning from ex- hyper-extending his elbow against the Sharks this Friday. Chris Randall, broken wrist, six weeks. Freddie Lussick, forearm, unlucky, six weeks. Mm. Ben Teo, ruptured bicep. Mate, his biceps are that big. I was surprised they bloody they ruptured. He's gone for four months. Joshy Hobson, hip flexor, is in doubt for this week. Jack Gruzlowski, manly saying today, 10 weeks. He had surgery today on his foot. Dylan Walker, hamstring, looks like one or two months. It was a high hamstring. Concerning ones at the Sharks, Wade Grayman, Josh Dugan, two weeks in a row, HIA. So it wouldn't surprise me if these two boys will be sitting for a little while. As you mentioned at the top of the show, Chance Nickel clots that. Doesn't look good. Neck injury, it's either going to be three to six with no surgery or surgery up to 12 weeks. The Hammer, Hammer so two by Fido. He rolled his ankle, probably not going to be here this week. Joey Leilua, HIA, not looking good. Uh, Philip Sammy, same thing, HIA. And that was it for this week. So unfortunately, a few more HIAs but and a few people returning. But boys, let's move on. Let's have a look at our teams. How do we all go? Andy, why don't we start with you? How did your team go in round five of the Classic? Round five, I scored uh, – here we go, sorry uh, – 1,083. Oh, you topped us, I think. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I had a couple of lucky a lucky inclusion of uh, Sullivan into my team. Mm-hmm. And just my bench went on fire. I had Schuster at 69, Little 62, Sullivan 73, and Connor Watson at 37. So it could have went even further if I left Watson, if I left Croker in, but I, I thought I'd back Watson at six. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, especially with Kevy Walters. I think TPJ was, was parked at right edge today at training, and Jordan Ricky was just filling in. So it's a good indication that probably TPJ – He's probably going to be starting there come Thursday mm. night. And that right edge is just leaking points like no tomorrow. It's really, really weak. But Andy, he's right on your radar. Yeah, it's a TPJ. Could be a – I was thinking about doing a straight swap with Paulo. Obviously, I think he's a little bit cheaper. He's oh, – I've got stats here. Because he's had a couple off weeks, so it's kind of that driven that price down, right? Hang on, where is it? Uh, yeah, so he's 687K. So I think he's a little bit – what is he? Uh, 20k more expensive than Paulo because he's dropped 50k in the last week. But he plays a first buy round and he, last year he averaged 51 on the edge last year. Mm. So I see the only problem with picking him up this week, he's got the Panthers next week. But after that, he's got a couple of easy games and his break even is 74 for okay. the Panthers game. So I'm thinking about picking him up, but I might wait until Arthur next week. Okay. Um, and do that. And the other one was just, a, we all said it earlier, just the Jack Bird. He's just too good, I think. Um, Is that for Tessie break- New, Andy? Yeah, yeah. So break even of four. Uh, and he's got and he got 10%, 10% ownership, which should increase, I think, with yeah. his sort of um, good game. Nice. Corbs, how'd you go in round five classic, man? Uh, Captain Cleary went well again. <laughs> it made you pretty happy. The unicorn points helped me uh, move up <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> I really enjoy that extra 15 that the stats man's um, adding each week as a Cleary owner. There's plenty of non-Cleary owners that are blowing up online. Well, you've got the other one as well, Pappy, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, I've got 1,042. So I was happy to create. I was looking really on track. as just a couple of blokes that let me down. Capewell, Rapana. <clears throat> were the two most notable. Yep. And 
they're sort of the the problems with me. I I don't have a strong my second my edges. Sorry, are Jordan, Ricky, and Capewell. Capewell's got the Bronx this week, so I think he should still get some pretty good stats. His break even is forty six though, but I'm going to yeah. sort of take a punt on him and just leave him. Rapana at fullback, he, he sort of showed in his past few games. I'm just going to back him as well, and I'm going to try and hold out on uh, on trades this week. I, my money makers on the bench are doing pretty well, but yeah, I might just sit. Nice. All right, boys, I'll wrap things up. So I scored 1,064, which is pretty good. So I was pretty happy with that, but I just got some decisions to make. So, boys, do you reckon? Give me some advice. I want a tarpany for Jazzy. I want to do it. What do you reckon? What, what's the price? Um, well, Jazzy's price way cheaper. He's at, what, 580K or something. I'm going to save money doing it. Where is he? And a 39 break even as well. Yeah, well, I, I also just keep, keep an eye on the team list Tuesday, but surely he keeps that lock and he's built up a bit of match fitness as opposed to Tanua Brown, Jermaine and um, Bunty Afoa coming back. Surely yeah. he gets some pretty big minutes just over the next few weeks. And like you said, he complements their team. Like, there's not many other players like him. Like, they've got a, a heap of those big middles, but Jazz is sort of that, that Connor Watson, that um, Radley, the... You know, that's sort of the small lock forward yeah. in, in all the teams. And I think just with the way the game's going, I, I don't mind it at all. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to save a few trades, so I'm not really going after. But I think we talked before the show, I, he was one that I was looking at if I was to make a trade. Yeah, and he's lippy. <laughs> he's lippiness alone. <laughs> he has got a lot of energy. It's a trade. Uh, he, he, does, he does not play the first uh, buy, buy round, around 13. Yeah, uh, if that has any sort of weight at all, but um, yeah, he is, does look like he's going to score a mozza, especially if he keeps that spot, like Corbs was saying. Yeah, the other guy on my radar was Benny Hampton from the weekend. I thought him and Drinkwater played really, really well together. He did a lot of kicking, actually, over three hundred meters kicking. A lot of people today have been calling for the old trap city bitch, trap, trap city bitch, trap. but I don't know. I'm just having a look. He doesn't really have a lot of data at halfback. He's only played six games there. He averaged 35, but the last time he actually started a game at halfback was 2015 for the Melbourne Storm. So it's a long, long time ago. The game has changed dramatically since then, but he did score a 29 last week when they get thrashed by the Sharks. And then he scored a 50, and he was pretty involved. So he's pretty cheap, 300K right now. I'm just thinking, may as well, I think, because I've got to get rid of uh, Druzlowski. So it's pretty much a one-for-one trade. So I don't think I've got anything to really lose because Jack's not coming back anytime soon. So, Well, neither neither is Morgan. <laughs> so Morgan's out. So it's either it's him or Clifford Spot. And if all this talk, this trade talk is happening, yeah, um, Clifford might even go tonight. So if he, like, they've got no one else to put there, do they? Well, so, it's a huge chance because Maguire signed with the Dragons this, this evening. So they probably yeah. want to keep offloading these guys that they don't see long-term futures in, right? So mm. get some salary cap. Mate, Clooney would be – I would not – if I was Adam Clune, no way I'm going to the Cowboys. He was outstanding last night. But does he yeah. keep his spot when Benny Hunt comes back with Corey Norman? Probably puts himself in the mix if there's an injury. I reckon he'll jag a bench spot, hopefully. Now, Clooney's a he's a very good footballer. I reckon he might have a um, a look into the NFL with that forward pass he threw to du- to Duffy on the against <laughs> the Parrot. He was nah, annoying again. Some dog hit him, hit him late. <laughs> flat at best, flat at best. Hey, Corby. Uh, 
Poor Andy. He would have got the para song. He would have got para. What's what's the matter, para? Yeah. Come on. Uh, what's Come the matter? On, the matter is Madison. Not, I'm not playing the bastard. <laughs> Hopefully he's all right. Hopefully he plays this week because my first pick in draft is really, really killing me. Yeah, at least you got on the board, but, mate, it could be a good, nice little run there for you, Andy. <laughs> we'll see. All right, gents, thanks for your valuable insights today. We'll be back tomorrow. A little bit of team list stuff, and we'll tackle the major topics tomorrow night. So get in if you want to ask any questions. Talking League Hotline 02 84057947. Get following the boys on Twitter, Andy underscore Burden89 on Twitter, JJ Corby and Tristan underscore Nell, or just jump on the Instagram page. That's Talking League Pod, or the same thing on the Facebook. Gentlemen, Corby, well done. You've had that smile on your face all day. <laughs> Andy. Smug, this smug smile. Thank you, TK. <laughs> Bad luck. Do you guys play again? Is there a, like a revenge game? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. No, two points. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot to mention the uh, Shoey Shoe Star was 69 points. Oh, yeah. Even, when are you doing your, your Shoey? Uh, look, if we can work it, I'll work it to do it with the Dragons jersey on. So any spillage will just drop onto that. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> what are you going to wear Bridget's Dragons jersey, are you, mate? No, nah, she doesn't own one. I'm trying to sneakily. Uh, help her to support Parramatta, but last night didn't, <laughs> Sunday night didn't help. So. Yeah. Oh, well. All right, gents, we'll catch you tomorrow. See, right, you, see, you, boys. see you, boys. See you, boys.